My life is leading me down the road that's so uncertain. Now I am left alone and I am broken. Trying to find my way, trying to find the faith that's gone. This time, I know that you are holding all the answers. But I'm tired of losing hope and taking chances on roads that never seem to be the ones that bring. time for our reading in the New Testament, and our narrative today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse 13. We'll read through chapter 17, verse 9. We'll read here today the disciples answered Jesus' question with a common view. Jesus was one of the great prophets come back to life. Now, this belief uh, may have stemmed from Deuteronomy, where God said he would raise up a prophet from among the people. 
The rock on which Jesus would build his church has been identified as, number one, Jesus himself, his work of salvation by dying for us on the cross. Number two, Peter, uh, the first great leader in the church at Jerusalem. Three, the confession of faith that Peter gave and that all subsequent true believers would give. It seems most likely that the rock refers to Peter as the leader of the church. Just as Peter had revealed the true identity of Christ, so Jesus revealed Peter's identity and role. Now later, Peter reminds Christians that they are the church built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Jesus Christ as the cornerstone. Now Peter, Jesus' friend and devoted follower, who just eloquently proclaimed Jesus' true identity, sought to protect him from the suffering that he prophesied. But if Jesus hadn't suffered and died... Peter would have died in his sins. You know, great temptations can come from those who love us and seek to protect us. Be cautious of advice from a friend who says, Hey, surely God doesn't want you to face this. Often, our most difficult temptations come from those who are only trying to protect us from discomfort. And with that, let's begin our reading here today in the New Testament. January 25th, the New Testament. Matthew chapter 16, verse 13, through chapter 17, verse 9. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, But who do you say I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From then on, Jesus began to tell his disciples plainly that it was necessary for him to go to Jerusalem and that he would suffer many terrible things at the hands of the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed but on the third day he would be raised from the dead. But Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Heaven forbid, Lord, he said, this will never happen to you. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view, not from God's. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. 
Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appearance was transformed, so that his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Peter exclaimed, Lord, it's wonderful for us to be here. If you want, I'll make three shelters as memorials, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But even as he spoke, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my dearly loved Son, who brings me great joy. Listen to him. The disciples were terrified and fell face down on the ground. Then Jesus came over and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. And when they looked up, Moses and Elijah were gone, and they saw only Jesus. As they went back down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Psalm 21, verses 1 through 13. Here is a brief commentary on what we'll be reading in Psalms here today. David described all that he had as gifts from God, his heart's desire, success and prosperity, a crown of finest gold, long life, splendor and majesty, eternal blessings, joy, all that. Oh, we too should look upon all we have, position, family, wealth, talent, as gifts from God. Only then will we use them to give glory back to Him. A good leader trusts the Lord and depends upon His unfailing love. Too often leaders trust in their own cleverness and popular support or military power. But God is above all these so-called gods. If you aspire to leadership, well, keep the Lord God at the center of your life and depend on Him. His love will keep you from stumbling. Psalm 21, verses 1 through 13, for the choir director, a Psalm of David. How the king rejoices in your strength, O Lord! He shouts with joy because you give him victory. For you have given him his heart's desire. You have withheld nothing he requested. Interlude. You welcomed him back with success and prosperity. You placed a crown of finest gold on his head. He asked you to preserve his life, and you granted his request. The days of his life stretch on forever. Your victory brings him great honor, and you have clothed him with splendor and majesty. You have endowed him with eternal blessings and given him the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord. The unfailing love of the Most High will keep him from stumbling. You will capture all your enemies. Your strong right hand will seize all who hate you. You will throw them in a flaming furnace when you appear. The Lord will consume them in His anger. Fire will devour them. You will wipe their children from the face of the earth. They will never have descendants. Although they plot against you, their evil schemes will never succeed. For they will turn and run when they see your arrows aimed at them. Rise up, O Lord, in all your power. With music and singing we celebrate your mighty acts. Proverbs chapter 5, verses 1 through 6. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment, and your lips will express what you've learned. 
for the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. For she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. Hey guys, it's Nick Bailey. I just want to give an affirmation out to Charlie. Uh, dude, you're an awesome dude. I really see you seeking the Lord and really trying hard, man. And I noticed that. And uh, just keep it up, bro. You're, you're a good dude for sure. Love you, buddy. Hi, guys. This is Spitfire Steve. I just want to let you guys know that I love y'all in all the phases, especially the new guys that just came in. I just want to give a brief encounter of when I left here that God was with me, but he let me make my own choices, and they were all bad. It was like four times worse than it was before, but God brought me back here, and I feel better than the first time that I came through. I want you guys to know, please, please stick it out, because your life will get better. Love y'all. Bye.
Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow. A wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm Good morning. This is Pastor Craig from Columbus. Please excuse my gruff voice and stuffy nose, but I've got the funk that's going around. I'd like to start in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, for this new start, for another ability to get up and and see a fresh and new in hope. Thank you for delivering me personally out of guilt, shame, and remorse, and giving me a new perspective on life, that each day is a new beginning in you when we walk in your strength and not our own. And I just ask that that understanding be cast to every ear that's within my voice, that you have designed this system that we labeled as 24 hours of man, the sun going up and the sun coming down as a way to embedder ourselves in you, not in the world, but with our walk with you. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you cast that understanding that every day is a new day, a new season, to forget the things that plagued us in the past, to walk in the freshness of the day, to repent and turn, to improve, to die to self. I thank you for that system that you designed, and I pray that you release that understanding in Jesus' name. I was reading in Psalm 133 today, the first verse that talks about unity in the, in the body of Christ. It says, Behold, 
How good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Praise God. You know, uh, this ministry, the refuge, what we've been called to is a tough, long, enduring ministry change. And that we're called, each and every one of us is called here. And it's amazing that through that 13 months, we get so close with the guys that were called at the same time. Some of us, we don't ever come to a liking of our brother, but there's a bond, a unity, because we know that we know that God is in our brother just as he is in us. And through the walk with Christ, our hearts change, and all of a sudden we have compassion for the guys that we least like in our intellect or our flesh. Uh, it's a true love that grows. And I see that. Um, I see that in each and every one of us that's here at the refuge. So I just want to edify that. I want to lift that up and say that I take notice that you guys are unified. You are brothers in arms. You're going through a tough time in your life of this new creation, transformation, in which sometimes we think we succeed and sometimes we think we fail, but it's just God working in us. So we have good days, we have bad days. Sometimes they are in line with our brother, sometimes they're not. But God causes us to have compassion for one another, and I see that is alive and well in the ministry. Um, I encourage you to help your brother in any way that we can. Uh, be led in the Spirit. Don't be an enabler when you see your brother stumble, but out of love, go to him, talk to him, and if need be, go beyond him when you see him struggling out of love, out of unity. Uh, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. And I see not only individual growth, but I also see growth as a ministry in what I'm speaking of, unity. Sometimes it comes in growing pains. Other times it's been coming in waves of compassion for one another. But really it's just God doing His work individually in each one of us, which causes us to change as a whole. So that being said, I just want to say... I take notice that overall we are cooperating with God's perfect will and we are walking in unity and that encourages me. So I hope you have a blessed day and I hope you look at your brother in a different way today and that you search out that specific time or that opportunity where you can be a hand up to your brother a handout in love, not for self-gain, but for the reason that's in your heart, spirit-led. Praise God. Have a great day, guys.
never down on my knees I went to church just to sit in the seat I used to love to do nothing Salvation got a hold of me I was broken down and hurting Redemption came as a wave of relief But then it followed with a burden Thought that I would be living easy Till I finally heard the words you were speaking If you mind, you will shine So it's time to get up Oh, I'm just sitting around, yeah It's time to get up Oh, if you're listening to the sound, yeah Get up.